I'm Johnny Casino from Radio is Lame. If you like hearing the voice of Sean Capri, you're in the right place because this is We the GamerCast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Every Monday, thank you for subscribing and rating the show on Apple Podcasts, and for sharing, and telling your friends, and telling your mom, and all of the rest. Guys, unless you're a patron, of course, patrons get it first on Fridays, but that's a whole other story, because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week, I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. We talk about video games and life, and (laughs) especially this week, we talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And if you want to be on the show, it's very easy, actually. Just tweeted me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri like the pants. Uh, some of you guys have been on this ride and this journey with me for a long, long time. I've actually stopped counting the episodes. Uh, there, we used to have the episode counter on this on like the original uh, iteration of We the Gamer Cast, and then we kind of just kind of like reset with the Gamer Cast when it was monthly for a little bit. But now it just doesn't even matter anymore, dude. You can just see in the feed, there's a lot of episodes available. <laughs> We've been going about this for a long, long time. The uh, but it doesn't matter anymore, dude. It, uh, it it just doesn't matter. And I mentioned the Patreon uh, at the start, guys. If you like the show, you can support it at patreon.com slash Capri, like so many others. And I want to give a special thank you to all of our gold members, like Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Brennan Myers, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Joel Brooks, Jonathan Brown, Ryan Turford, The Man on the Moose, and Zach Bradshaw. Remember, patrons get the show first on Fridays. You get Cup of Joe and Nintendo first. You get an exclusive weekly AMA podcast. Uh, it's called the Pants Patreon Podcast for Patreon podcast and it's all just for a dollar per month you get a whole bunch more but we don't got time to talk about that guys we have got to get to my chat with n64 josh probably one of the most dynamic and fascinating people i've talked to in a long long time not to disparage anybody else who's been on the show but guys just wait just wait until you hear what this this chat will motivate you it will enlighten you it will encourage you to read more it will do all of the things and this is this is just one of those things where I like I gotta have Josh back on. We stayed on uh, on the call afterwards. We had to unpack a few things that we touch on. But I hope you guys are gonna like it. But before we get to it, I want to give a very special thank you and well deserved thank you to Johnny Casino, Johnny underscore Casino on Twitter is putting all this episode together. We have an editor, everybody, and he's honestly he's doing it out of the kindness of his heart. And I just really appreciate it. It's actually changing a bit of the process here for how I record the intro and everything like that. But my goodness gracious, he he reached out to me after last week's episode where I was just kind of like putting the call out out there. And he's like, I'll just I'll just do it. I've been looking for something like this. And so uh, Johnny, huge, like what a lifesaver, man. Uh, that is a huge portion and a huge reason why this show is weekly is because I really wanted to, this was a goal of mine for sure was to, to try and outsource a little bit of the help here. And Johnny is, he's really, he's really reached out to me, man. This is, this is like a life raft kind of situation. So please, everybody go reach out to Johnny, Johnny underscore casino on Twitter. And please check out radio is lame, his podcast, as well as apparently 
colon, a parenting podcast, which is a bit of a, also a selfish plug as well, because my wife, Chelsea, does a, does a parenting podcast with John and Casino, which is awesome because she's Canadian. He's from the States. She's a mom. He's a dad. Everybody is different. Everybody's crazy. Um, but it's a great show and radio is lame. Also, if you like the show, you'll really like radio is lame. Um, a friend of the show, Garrett Bland was on recently. I believe I'm going to be on the show at some point. So please, Johnny Casino, huge, huge shout out um, for now putting this show together. And I really appreciate There's a couple people who are reaching out as well. I appreciate every single one of you. Johnny and I have just known each other for a really long time. And I know his attention to detail is where we need it to be. And it all just sort of fit. Um, with For everybody else, again, I just really appreciate all the love and the support and uh, everybody wanting to help out. This is just kind of where we're at right now. Until Johnny gets fired, of course. And then we'll just, now I have a queue of everybody else who can, who can line up and, and start editing the show. As well, but um, on that note, man, just huge thank you, and it just speaks to the community and everybody who is here to help one another, and everybody is so selfless about it. So I just really appreciate all of you guys. Uh, I want to let you know, last thing before we jump into the chat, that uh, next week I will be able to provide you guys with a bit of an update on uh, my very first therapy session of 2020. I actually haven't been since, gosh, probably. It's probably almost been two years, actually, if I think about it correctly. Uh, it's been it's been a while. It's been a while. So I'm excited. That was one of my uh, New Year's resolutions was to get back on track with that. And the funny thing is, I have often compared uh, therapy and uh, and that that end of things to dental health, <laughs> my mental health and dental health. I'm really good about getting my dental health taken care of. I go to the dentist twice a year, but oddly enough. Uh, my tooth, I got a bad toothache, man. I've never had a, <laughs> I've never had a cavity or anything before in my life. I've generally had really good oral health as weird as that is to say. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but I think, I think I might have a cavity, dude. I've got to get this checked out. So I'll get, I'll get my, my mind taken care of and, and work on myself, but I got to, <laughs> I got to book an appointment, see the dentist pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. Thank God. This is a weekly show. Now you guys can, can keep up to date with all the things going on in my head and in my mouth. <laughs> It's so stupid. Anyways, guys, why don't we jump into my chat with N64 Josh, who I actually learned about him through, of course, um, Bobby, the Nintendo guru. And uh, I've been I've been kind of checking him out for a long time, as odd as that might be to say. But we almost got to meet one on one at E3 last year. And he has had a ride, dude. I cannot wait for you guys to check out this conversation. There's a lot to be a lot to be taken from this. So without further ado, why don't we just jump right into it? Here he is, N64 Josh. Last year, this time, I was 260 pounds, so... This time, just last year? Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. You're looking good, man. Down to 210, a little bit under sometimes. You dropped 50 pounds in a year? Uh-huh. I never, I never thought of you as, like, a big dude, but, like, I have been... I don't want to be weird about it, but, like, I've been noticing you've been, you've been looking pretty good lately, man. Thanks, man. A lot of, I've been hitting the gym a lot. That's the reason my weight hasn't gone down further because I've put on I've put on a fair amount of, mu of muscle mass. Too, yeah. So. Are you like I'm seeing your videos hit Twitter and you're like, good morning, it's Monday morning and it's pitch black outside. Like, are you up like at the ass crack of dawn? Two thirty. You're up at two thirty. Yeah. Why? What time do you go to bed? Tell, 
Like, what? <laughs> like 9.30, 10.30? Are you training for a superhero movie or something? Like where you have to go to the gym three times a day? I just go once. And then I go to work for 10 hours. Oh my god, dude. Okay, so you're up at 2.30. What, like, A, how do you convince yourself, well, this is a good idea. I should actually continue getting up and crawling out of bed and doing whatever it is I'm about to do. It started on Easter last year is when I started decided, decided to lose weight. Yeah. So I got up at 2.30. Yeah. I went to the gym and they were closed. <laughs> 24 hour gym and it was closed. Come Cause, on. Because it was Easter. And they wanted to give their night crew the night off. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. That could have so, been it for you though. That could have been like, I don't want to do this anymore. I had, I gave it my chance. This is, I was here. This closed. It was never, not meant to be. No, E3 was coming and I was like, I cannot walk around. Like, I'm going to have to be able to walk long distances without breathing too difficult. You know, yeah. without breathing being too hard. So Amazing. E3 was the motivating factor there. Yeah, and then after that, I just stepped it up even more. Started intermittent fasting, eating one meal a day. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Just black coffee throughout the day. Things mm -hmm. like that. What were you doing before that? Uh, trying to intermittent fast, but then a lot of times I would like during that during the eating window i would still eat like just gorge junk. yeah yeah and just eat stuff that was crap you know yeah so but i still i'd like to i'd like to get down another 30 pounds at least that'd be that'd be nice dude you got you got goals i love it oh yeah yeah i quit my job today what yeah <laughs> oh my god dude what happened uh i i've been there 11 years and i just got fed up no and that's it just like today that was it like yeah. no notice or anything like are you done done no. you're not going to work tomorrow yeah. no what are you gonna do with all your time uh try to find another job yeah yeah what about i've been on the hunt for i've been on the hunt for a while yeah uh down like down in seattle like trying to trying to get into the games industry but uh i uh yeah just the like um i yeah just 11 years and it's been a long time coming like it's 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 been one of those things it's like the the bane of my existence so i was like wow you know i'm just i'm just doing it because now i'm like i gotta get a job now mm -hmm. i can't i can't screw around yeah. so i don't have the luxury of like ah, i won't try too hard like no i gotta get a job or you know i i'll lose my house <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you <laughs> yeah how how are you feeling? How are you doing? This is all man. This feels like sudden for me, but like obviously it's been something you've been considering for a bit. But how are you now that it's done? Like how are you doing? How are you dealing with it? I didn't know I was gonna do it till. <gasps> uh, here, here's the thing. Where this I is worked, very dramatic. <laughs> where I worked, there's no running water. Come on, I'm not kidding. And no running water, and there's essentially no heat except for a fireplace. And if we burn through all the material, because it was a wood shop. There's nothing to burn, and there was nothing to even get the place. It was 32. It was like 30 degrees when I pulled in this morning, yeah. and it's a tin building with very little insulation. And I was like, you know, I got to go somewhere where, like, it feels like just, the America. It feels like yeah, actually not developed like a third, country, not like a third world country. Right. So, you know, 11 years is long enough. Mm -hmm. Like, it's long enough. So, yeah. How'd they we'll take see. it? Uh, I haven't got it. it. It's the fun thing is it's with my dad 
And the message I sent him was not very kind. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What in the world yeah. is happening right now? You quit. Yeah. Your, wait a minute. For, let's roll back a couple of minutes more. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're working for your dad. And your dad has you in this, man, I feel terrible because I feel like I was just like making fun of like a situation at some innocuous no, job. Good. I totally just slammed your father. <laughs> no, you're fine. How, oh, I have so many questions. Yeah. How is yeah. your dad, why is your dad in, have you in this situation? And is that why you were able to put up with it for so many years? I think so. This think is so. fascinating, Josh. And I mean, the, I think what it boils down to is that like, it, he's so old school yep. that he's just like work should be miserable. It shouldn't be enjoyable at all. Okay. You know, where's your and dad so, from? He's not from here. Oh yeah. He's like from the yeah, old country or something, right? No, but his dad was, his okay. dad was, was kind of an a-hole. So yeah. And he's not really like his dad in most ways. So yeah. It, but the uh, work ethic is there. Yeah. It's there. And it, it needs to be, it, you know, yeah. I don't know. Where's it's his dad perspective, from? Right? Uh, well, my dad's 100% German and so is his dad. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that is hard. And he won't die. We're all like, we just hurry up and die. And my grandpa, but he won't die. Like he's just, he just, <laughs> Do you need I, him I think, to? I mean, well, I mean, nobody really cares at this point. He's burned every bridge with every person Come in the family. So on. yeah, <laughs> he says this whole thing with like a giant smile on your face too. Like this whole story <laughs> is just like a huge grin. You must feel relieved though. Like this must be a huge burden. Hopefully, well, though you're, it's not like you're able to completely disconnect. Like the job is gone, but like dad's still there. Dude, I I kid you not. It I was in such a dark place. I I think 2018, I told myself if I didn't if I couldn't get out of there, yeah, I would I would take my life. Wow. That'd be the way I was getting out of there. Like I was so like so in the dumps. Yeah, and I finished my book, and talks about just enjoying the journey. Yeah, and kind of just I kind of. Like the, near the end of that year, just kind of changed my perspective on things, and you know, read another book that was like, "What would happen if you just quit?" You know, this was like, and I tried to quit, and he talked me out of it, mm -hmm. and um, so I was like, you know what? Exactly, what will happen if I just quit? Yeah, I'll just, I'll just find, I'll get more work. I can go swing a hammer anywhere if I have to. I don't want to, but you can come I up can. to Canada, man. You can get a job. There's jobs here. There's like we're like oh, an hour and a half away. I, I opened Indeed this morning. There was 2,000 operation managers jobs in the Seattle area. Oh, my God. Do yeah. you, you think you're going to be kicking so. yourself for not doing this before? Um, No. It happened at the right time? Yeah, I had to – I mean the thing the, the, the thing of it is my resume is crap yeah. up until the last 10 years, mm -hmm. right? Like working it to where now like because of all the content creation, you know, things like that. I mean here's what – here's like – so I had a recruiter get me – an interview with a, a studio with a bunch of ex Bungie guys, including mm -hmm. Marty O'Donnell. It was one, it's his company. One yeah. of, you know, he's one of the, the founders. They love me. Everything went great. Um, they're probably going to end up hiring somebody from Europe for the second position instead of me, which is fine. But that recruiter posted that he needed a, uh, their, their company's looking for another gaming recruiter. Well, I was at a global game jam this weekend and I probably talked with three people and said, Hey, you need to go check out this company and this company in here because they're hiring and they're hiring and you know, and He's like, he posted like, Hey, we're hiring another gaming recruiter. And I was like, Hey, I'm here. He's like, dude, I'd love it if you could work. Like he's basically like, it'd be a blast if we could work together. So what kind of, well, what kind of work, like what kind of tasks are we talking about here? Uh, let's say you are, uh, a, a, a game designer. Yeah. And three, four, three needs a game designer. I say, Hey, I got a guy. 
Oh, I see. So specific recruiting for the gaming. I see. Okay. Yeah. You literally said the game recruiter and that, that makes sense to me. So it's kind of like, yeah. kind of like headhunting a little bit. Kind of. Dude, kind that's of just, perfect. Yeah. It'd be a great, it'd be a great gig for me. I also, I went to a job fair on uh, Wednesday night. Yeah. And uh, talked with Pokemon company for a little while. Come on. Which, which went well. That conversation. Everybody's went, just went. in Seattle. Oh yeah, dude. It's yeah. It's yeah. You name it. They're probably here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and I have people throwing my name at places before the jobs are even, like, they find out about the jobs before they're even going. So, I mean, it's just, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'll be fine. Now it's time to make it happen, man. Uh, yeah. Just got to do it. I have so much belief in you, dude. You've already even just, how long you been at this, by the way, how long you been at the content creation stuff? You've been at it for a while. 10 years. 10 years of the content creation for on YouTube mostly everywhere. Yeah. Blogging, YouTube. Where did Twitch. it start? Like what was the, what was the first thing that you did? Uh, I think it was a blog. Were you always, um, were you always N64 Josh? Like no. right from the start? Uh, uh-uh. no, no. The very start was photography tips, HQ.com. Nice. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, I, I, gaming was still my passion. I still loved it, but I was like, ah, eh, I want to make this a business. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the idea. And uh, had one night. I had one night, dude. I made five hundred bucks. Yeah, man. One night mm-hmm. selling an ebook as an affiliate, right? And I set up my uh, my VIP on my phone to make the Mario coin every time I got one of those Love sales. It. Yeah. And it just went da ding da ding da ding da ding ding all night long. It was sweet. <laughs> That's how I paid for my Xbox One. <laughs> Did and, you really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so started there. Then I started n64gaming.com. Mm-hmm. That's when I grabbed N64 Josh. Wow. And uh, I did 30 podcasts in 30 days. And you I did the Photography yourself? Tips HQ podcast. Uh, so what I did is I interviewed um, indie devs for the N64 Gaming podcast. Didn't even make any sense at all. But yeah. like uh, it was so early on. Like I had – like Yacht Club, like those guys were one of my first guests. Um, uh, my boys from uh, London, Ontario that did the movie Nintendo Quest, mm-hmm. they were some of my first my first guests. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it started there, and then I got really into Destiny and uh, did Destiny stuff. Did a couple different Destiny podcasts for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, got on Bungie's radar. Went to the De- Destiny Two reveal. Went and did the did my show, the Loot Cast, live from Guardian Con, where they raised like two million dollars a year for St. Jude's. Yeah, you know, Dang, so man, that's so special. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, why the 64 so, though, man? Like not a lot of, I don't know, people have, I think, um, conflicting opinions and, and remembrance of the of the 64. Like I I spent hundreds of hours playing Star Fox 64 and Mario Kart and everything with my friends. But like, it's kind of like a weird, I don't know, like anytime anybody talks about like the classic consoles, it's Super Nintendo, it's maybe even GameCube at this point. Why, why is 64 close to your heart? Uh, it was the first console I bought with my own money. Yeah. You know, I was in high school when it came out. And mm-hmm. so um, we like, uh, it, yeah, I just played so much GoldenEye. Yeah. I, I, the PlayStation, as soon as I saw loading times from discs, I was like, no, I yep. don't got time for this. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was just a Nintendo fanboy through and through. Mario Kart was, it really scratched that itch. Like, um, uh, yeah, just played a lot, a lot of the 64. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't wow. like, because you, you already talk about Destiny, you've got a Titanfall shirt on. That hasn't like, st- like got you stuck in Nintendo Land or anything. Like you're able to, 
play other games and it doesn't like completely blow up people's minds. I feel like there's a lot of simplicity on the internet that's like, wait a minute, you have a Nintendo name. You're not allowed to play Destiny 2. Like that hasn't gone in the way of anything. No, no, it, not really. Cause yeah. I mean, it's just like anything. Like I don't love the name. Yeah. I would have just used my regular name, but it's too common of a name. And so like, I can't like, I have my Twitter, but it has an underscore in it. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I got, that's the, the best I could do. So, uh, no, I, but I mean, right now all I'm doing is Nintendo stuff. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it, it's a good time it, to be a Nintendo fan. dude. It's a good yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I want to jump back to, uh, I want to jump back. Cause you're, um, one of the, I think I reached out to you right after I saw one of your videos of, uh, your two 30 in the morning, like you're out and about and you're like, and you, and you ask people to go, what are your goals? Like, tell me about your goals. And I'm like, dude, that's the language I'm speaking right now, especially with like January being a thing and like New Year's resolutions yeah. and stuff. But I want to like flip it on you a little bit. Like, what do you, what are your goals aside from maybe now a new job and the, the weight, the weight loss journey that you're on? Like, what are your, what are your goals even in this short term? Like in this, in this next week, what's your goals? Ooh, this next week, like I'm just, uh, well, like I found, so I met a really cool company at this, uh, um, this job fair called PitchBook, mm-hmm. and uh, they need a digital content manager. Is what the, the the position they're looking for, and it's basically just somebody that's going to work with the team to create more content, right? Yeah. So, I've got my cover letter right here in front of me. Actually, um, I'm going to send that in my my resume uh, tomorrow. But I'm also going to record a video cover letter. Love it. Uh, showcasing some of my editing skills. You know, dropping the lower third with my name, all that kind of stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. some B roll of whatever, and then uh, that'll be my. Uh, um, kind of my cover letter. So that's, that's one of the goals for the week. Um, I'll probably, uh, I, I did a global game jam this last week. I made a game in 48 hours with, uh, with a team of people. What? And so, oh dude, it's freaking rad. So I didn't actually go to the gym this morning cause I actually stayed in Seattle and then, uh, came into work and then quit, you know? So, um, so I'll probably go to the gym after tonight, after we're done here tonight. But, yeah. uh, uh yeah, so I got gym. I got the gym all week, of course, and then, um, I got some. I got some. I got some other like stuff that's that's in the works. That's with uh, uh, with a a, a yeah, a pretty large, pretty large uh, uh, YouTube channel. Um, doing doing some doing some some possible like not necessarily collaboration, but like. I'm 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 helping him out with something that's going to be pretty special, so I'm pretty excited about that. Dude, so. how is this? How's this journey been for you to start from like wherever it was, like creating like the podcast and everything, and now you're like, it seems like you're thinking outside of the box. Like it seems like you're not just doing the regular old thing. Like where did that all come from, and how do you stay on like on that cutting edge of not just doing like <laughs> a one-on-one podcast like I'm doing right now? Like how did you kind of go to like? I don't know. It seems like you're really paving the way and, and you're being a pioneer in the content creation where the rest of us are just like following along. Where's the creativity come from? Uh, I mean, it, 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 you gotta, the cream has to rise to the top, right? Like, and I don't view anything as competition, mm-hmm. but like my number one goal with content creation is to add value to people. Yeah. Right. First and foremost, even if it's going to be a business, I want it to be something that adds value to people. Mm -hmm. So my content strategy is to always create something that's either going to A, save somebody time or B, motivate them or uh, or C, make them laugh. Right. Those are kind of the three 
those are kind of the three things. I also think it's important to be everywhere and to be yourself, right? So those front-facing cameras, like the front-facing video camera, like uh, videos that I've been doing, like those those aren't polished. Yeah. You know, that's like me having just sweat all over myself, lifting heavy weight, and I'm like, hey, hopefully. And here's the thing. A lot of times I lose followers when I post videos like that on my mm, Twitter. Really? But then there's those, there's those handful of people that are like, I'm dude, I needed it. this. Yeah, man. I needed this today. Like mm. – you're motivating me, you know. I started my year. My year, my goal for the year, I have a video on my YouTube channel. It's just to help other people grow. Yeah. That's it. So um, I haven't been able to get to it yet because I'm just too busy. But, like, I had a handful of people send me their bios with the links to their stuff. I'm going to feature them on n64josh.com. Uh, I've put together a team of writers so that uh, people can start building their own resume. And I even had a seven-year-old kid email me this morning. And he's like, how can I get my podcast to to, to – get popular right so mm-hmm. i'm gonna mm-hmm. just address him directly on my next show and tell him some things he can do why why is that important i think i like i think everybody can answer that in a different way but i'm always curious like in, in each individual's like answer to the question of like why is it important to encourage one another and motivate one another i think for me because i've known the the struggle of content creation mm-hmm. and i can see how a lot of people are not willing to help yeah. And they're not willing to like reach out to a, a smaller creator or, or 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 give opportunity because they're worried. They they don't believe in abundance. And yeah. I believe in abundance. There is more than enough people. And if your audience ends up liking me, cool. That doesn't mean they're gonna stop liking you. Right. And if my audience ends up like cool. Like I even hate using the word audience. audience it's just yeah, about man. community. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's just about like like growing the biggest family possible of people that that get the culture that you're trying to create, like within your 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 community, your discords, whatever, mm-hmm. and then and then just being entertained and listening to what you know, whatever whatever's good. And so, like the I know how it felt for me being so alone, just grinding day after day, night after night, and I'm like. I still didn't reach the level of success that I wanted to reach, but yeah. I'm just like, I had to get to the point where I believe enough in myself that I'm like, I guarantee there are people that I can help right now. Mm-hmm. Was there like a moment where that, where you had that realization where you're like, I'm going to at least, cause I, I, I agree in terms of like the journey of content creation, you know, there's not like a, a banner. There's no mission accomplished banner that anybody's going to put up for you. It's like, you did it. You did the thing. Like there's no finish line. Like it is a grind that you go on forever. But where was that point? Where was the turning point where you're like, I believe in myself now? It's really been over the last few months. Yeah. Um, over the last few months I've done um, – I've had a friend that's really helped me a ton. Nice, man. Uh, she has like thrown a lot of good books my way mm-hmm. uh, and just uh, just really pushed me to yeah. – um, to seeing my own value. And then I had viewed it backwards. I had viewed it in a way it was like, um, I set the bar of success. Mm -hmm. I never reached that bar. So I never celebrated anything because I didn't think I was worthy to celebrate anything. Yeah. And then because of that, I was definitely wasn't worthy to try to give people advice on how to be successful themselves because I hadn't, I hadn't done it yet. Yeah. And the reality is with the internet stuff, sometimes you like you can't use this as an excuse, right? But some people they do get lucky. 
yeah. right? The right person retweets something and that's it. That's, that's the rest is history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean that you can then make an excuse and say, oh, I'm not lucky. So it didn't. No, I agree. Keep working because the, the definition of luck is what it is. Perseverance meets opportunity. That's the intersection of luck right there. So you got to keep persevering and you'll hit opportunity eventually. Dude, I, are you, you must be like absorbing knowledge on an almost daily basis. How many, like what's your reading schedule? Like, like what are your, what, how many books are you absorbing in a, in a year or something like that? Uh, I think I've done probably six books this year so far. Yeah. Already in January. Just yeah. Six books. What's, what, what's kind of like your, your standouts for you? Uh, let go is the one that really just, mm-hmm. um, really just rocked my world. Uh, let me see. Let me open up audible here real quick. I can oh, tell you a handful nice. of them. Um, but yeah, letting go is one. And then, um, uh, your ideal future is another, the inner game of tennis, uh, stop doing that Shh, is another one. <laughs> the subtle art of not giving up. Ah, un- that's on my next one. That's the next one I got. I've, I've got it on my Kindle here. Yeah. So, uh, you are a badass. Success is for you. You are a badass at making money. Um, just to name a few like that. And I, that pretty much that's most of the ones I've done this year. Have you always been like an avid reader or is that new? Is that part I, of your like seeming like, no, I was too much of a gamer yeah. to do any kind of reading, but I've, I mean, when I turned 30 and life kind of hit me pretty, like I realized I had kind of made some really bad decisions. Yeah. Um, that's when I started like consuming audiobooks and podcasts about business and, and motivation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What happened when you turned 30? Uh, I had like, I had pursued the goal of getting into uh, ministry. Like I was a worship leader for like 15 years, a uh, youth pastor, things like that. Wow. And uh, went full time for a couple of years and then could not find another job. And uh, um, was kind of screwed. Like 2008 when the economy went mm-hmm. all bonkers, I had 14 W-2s that year. Just trying to, you know, keep food on the table, things like that. Sorry, I'm a I'm a I'm a dumb Canadian. What is a, what's a W two? Uh, each job you have, they send you one for doing your taxes. Okay. And so I had 14 different jobs. Oh that snap! Year. Oh, I see. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, and ended up landing uh, at finally at my between my dad's shop and an and, a, and an excavator. Yeah. Like doing dirt work, driving equipment. And so, uh, that, you know, once things started to, to, to build back up, it was re- like, I, I mean, at one point I had Xbox reach out to me. They found a video I made that fixed an issue. They were like, you need to apply. We want to make you, we want to hire you. I applied, I interviewed, they took all my ideas that I gave God, them. During no, <laughs> I'm like grabbing my chest like, oh God, this is heart wrenching. Really? And then hired then hired somebody else, you know. So um Were you the one who figured out that if you wrap a, a red ring of death at three sixty around with a towel that it fixes it? No, there's an issue that happens fairly regularly and I'm not sure it's from updates or what, but uh uh you'll get an error message that says your Xbox Live uh the DNS server cannot resolve Xbox Live names. Yeah. 
And uh, so it took me 45 minutes to figure it out. I had to dig into a forum to learn how to uh, put the Google DNS in the uh, as your DNS, and Mm -hmm. it would solve the problem. I made the video, and their support started going to that video to tell people because they'd be on the phone with them for like two hours, and that video fixes it in five minutes. Yeah, for most people, there's a handful that it doesn't, but I get comments every weekend still from Josh. I think I need like six hours to unroll and unravel your life. Like the, what you just (laughs) like just responded. Well, number one, you had 14 jobs in the span of a year. So there's that, that I would like to dig into. I think that I'm going to, uh, there's the technical stuff that you just discussed. So there's obviously something there, but I want to dive into maybe eventually get back to some of the other stuff. Talk to me about the ministry work, man. Like what this is, this is faith-based this Catholic. Is this what like, talk to me about the ministry work. It was like just like non-denominational. I think the the church I was involved in when I got hired was a Calvary Chapel. Sure. What's um, that? <laughs> yeah, they're just the they're just uh uh yeah, non-denominational is the best way of putting it, you know, sure. so they don't really like they just try to stay middle of the road. Um How'd you get involved in that? Uh I got really involved in the church when I was like 16. Like it was kind of um uh it was one of those things that was kind of uh, part of my whole like upbringing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, about three years ago, though, I walked away from all of it. Like, um, and the more I look back on it, the more I look back on it in regret. Like, I wish I had not. Uh, it, it for me, it all boiled down to being fear based. Mm-hmm. Is what it really boiled down yeah. to. Like, there was a lot of fear tactics to get me to um, follow the rules. Yeah. And it really like, you know, we're all responsible for our own decisions. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and like try to, 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 to point the finger uh, or blame anybody. But I do wish I hadn't had that stuff put into, uh, like been pushed down my throat so much Mm -hmm. because it really impacted uh, pretty much all my decisions. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, looking back on it now, I, 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 and at the end of the day, I think it's okay for there to be the mystery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we can't, like, it's the, I heard somebody say recently, one of those, I think in that Let Go book, he's like, if you find somebody that says they have all the answers, you know, referring to spiritual things, run away from that person. Yeah. You know, and so I would say I was definitely that person to run away from. Like I could have conversations with people and 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 not try to uh, like shove my faith down their throat. But like um, at the stra- it's it, it's probably a strange thing for a lot of people to hear, especially if they're in the in the faith or whatever like that. But I feel so much more free being away from it mm-hmm. than I ever did while I was in it. But you're still like. I, like you're still like it seems to be like you're still walking the path in terms of like being good to one another. It's not like you've completely abandoned the message per se, but like you're still able to live an encouraging life and one where you're good to your neighbor and you're good to other people and you still have a positive outlook. But you've been yeah. able to separate the dogma, I guess. Yeah, you just don't have to be a prick. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> is that is that where you were at? <laughs> like you just, I, I mean, no, that's just where like. A lot of what my, what motivates me, like I said, is like because I know that feeling of being alone, that frustration of like that's a lot of what, like I don't want other people to have to feel that. Yeah, 
You know, that's what pushes, that's what drives me to like want to push these smaller creators and like try to help people to see like, Hey, you're, you're, you can love yourself and it's not pride, which is a lot of times you'll hear from the church is like, Oh, that's, that's pride. Well, it's like, well, it's, it's actually like a false humility. That's mm-hmm. only, you know, that's only kind of screwing with your head, you know? So, yeah. um, I, and again, I don't want to like, I, I, I don't like, I'm not here to try to convince anybody of anything. Yeah. Like, do you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I know for me, it was, it's much easier just, uh, like trying to figure it out and, and, and doing the best I can. And, and I know I'm going to be making mistakes. It's just the way life is. Mm-hmm. How do you, what's the best way to learn from your mistakes? Like, how do you, you have like a way to go like, man, I really messed up there. Now what do I do? I feel like I'm, a, I feel like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in the thick of that right now. I, I feel it like every single day. Like that's not even like a leading question at all. It's just like, man, uh, I think you and I can bond on this big time of like, we're both, I think both very self-reflective, both trying to just be better than yesterday and be yeah. one just with everybody in the community and everything like that. All of that can actually like, I'm very idealistic in that way. Like it can all work out, man. Like it can all right. be good, but there is definitely a balance of like striving to be better and striving to like make everybody else around us all better. But like, it is that balance of being a bit of a dink to again, not being too preachy, but still being like, I believe we can be better. So it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's, it's a tough balance. I find that I definitely can, I don't know. I, I, maybe I can cross a line every once in a while where really like my heart is, I think in the right place, but maybe not, maybe, uh, maybe it's not always perceived that way. So I'm, I'm constantly trying to be better and learn from mistakes too. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think a lot, I think the, the, maybe the better way to look at it is to not be driven by regret because of past mistakes Mm -hmm. or, or even your perception of those mistakes. A lot of what I'm dealing with now is like looking back on my choices and realizing how difficult I made it for my future self. Wow. You know? Yeah. Like... I, I, I'm, and, and a lot of it had to do with being in the church and making some of the choices I did based on, you know, uh, on that faith. And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, well, I mean, we live and learn. Yeah. And, um, but you obviously still own it. I think that's, that's the thing that I'm kind of picking up too, is like, you are calling them your choices, even though they were part of kind of like a, a different lifestyle as well, but you still seem to have like captured that and owned it in order to move past it. It seems like we've almost read a few of the same books too, though. <laughs> Maybe well, that's part of it. At the end of the day, you can try to blame somebody else, mm-hmm. but what good does it do? Yeah. You're like, you still sit in the same muck, mm-hmm. but you're like, oh, but it's not my fault now. Okay, right. great. So but if you take responsibility for it, maybe you'll also take responsibility for the things that you're going to do right starting yeah. now. Yeah. You know. So is that kind of like where like the weight loss, the journey, the like, has that already, have you already seen some of the benefits of like t- adopting some of those, some of those rules, some of those things that you kind of like live your life by now? Has that already started to go like, man, I see the light. I see the positivity through this. Yeah, A, a lot of it is that I don't, I'm not fueled by my self-loathing any longer. Yeah. You know, like, like, and probably one of the biggest lessons is I, I I work my face off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You I do. mean, at one point, 
you guys know, you guys podcast like I do. Like at one point I had like three episodes of the Nintendo Powercast going out. I had a Smash Bros. cast going out. I had a Mario Maker and an Animal Crossing all in the same week. That was mm-hmm. all happening, you know, minimum like six, seven episodes a week, right? And plus YouTube videos, plus blog posts, plus live streams on Twitch, all that stuff. And because I'm older, we were often told hard work is all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really not the case, especially if in your mind all you're manifesting is you're a failure. You're not going to make – like you're not a success until you make it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instead of like, no, you are a success now. Stop being an idiot. Like like, just love yourself. Have some fun. Give Give yourself a break. Yeah. And, and then teach other people to do that too, Mm -hmm. you know, because we all beat ourselves. The more I've been hanging out with all these different people, like trying to get in, I go to a lot of these meetups, like, uh, this local game jam or this, uh, indie, uh, this global game jam that happened worldwide this weekend. Mm -hmm. And there were 250 people in this, the Pacific science center in Seattle and all making games together. And, you know, talking with different people that, yeah, they're trying to get jobs. They're trying to do this. Like, you know, and what's funny is I'm like, well, you got the degree and everything. Like what, how, why are you struggling? You got the, you've got the magic paper. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean magic anything. paper. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything, you know? So Obviously. like, yeah. So it's just like, I, I think what I'm learning more is like, we all are on our own journey and we all like a lot of people beat themselves up for, setting a standard that they don't need to set mm-hmm. right and if and they based can... on nothing really exactly like what based... is it what is the reference point yeah was was actually a question that when i very first started going to therapy when i was in the darkest depths of of it all and mm-hmm. um my my therapist said to me like because i was really struggling with being a new parent and not like holding myself up to this giant, this gold standard. And sh- and she's like, what are you comparing yourself to? And like, I don't think that she even realized like how important a question that was. It's a question I'll remember for the rest of my life. Love like, I'm like, I don't even know. Like I legitimately don't even know what, cause like it wasn't, I wasn't comparing myself to my parents because I couldn't remember what they did for me when I was like yeah. six weeks old or anything like that. Like it definitely wasn't that. And I'm not around for uh, my friends and they're like when they're around their kids when their kids are like, you know, a couple weeks old or anything like that. And it's like what you compare yourself to is something that we all do, but realizing that it's this impossible, like literally impossible. You have no way of articulating what the heck you're even, what your reference point is. As soon as you free yourself of that, or at least for me, at least once I freed myself of that, it's like, it changed everything, man. Yeah. It it was so freeing. It was just like, that was like two years ago, almost to the day. And it, was, yeah. it changed everything for me. I think I think one of the things is like I had this I want to prove everybody wrong mentality. Yeah. But nobody was thinking about me. <laughs> yeah, man. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like whether it be like like classmates from way back in high school or yeah. or anything like that, like n- nobody's thinking about you. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's like the counter to an argument that isn't happening. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And so, you know, like that's like this, this let it go book that I just read. Like that's what I'm just like, just let it go. Let's see what happens. Like right now 
I'm living the coolest chapters of the next book I'm going to write. Yeah. That's the way I'm looking at it. Like, cause I just did something crazy this morning and I'm going to write it in a, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to write about it. It's going to yeah. be in a book that I publish and people will be like, Oh man, I don't have to stay miserable where I'm at. I can just be free. What is your, what's your first book called and what's it about? The first book is called another castle. Yeah. And it is, this is your pin tweet. Yeah. This is uh, life lessons illustrated with super Mario brothers. Mm -hmm. So we set goals and sometimes we hear thanks, but your princess is in another castle. Damn. (laughs) That's amazing. Right. And so, and so like one of the most beautiful things in the, uh, (laughs) okay. One of the companies that I just talked to, I just looked at my watch. Yeah. One of the companies that I'm like, that I'm really excited to try to get work with. The guy that I talked to just sent me his Switch friend code so that we can play Smash together. I love it. <laughs> Come on, really? Yes. Do you well, like Ninten- just buzz on your wrist just now? Yeah. Like you just- yeah. Nintendo was supposed to be at this fair, so I wore my Zelda shirt. Yeah. And then what happened, it turned into the other companies that weren't like Pokemon was there. I talked with them, like I said, but then these other companies that weren't game related were like, oh, we do smash tournaments every, every month or, you know, and he's like, I want to get, I want to get all the systems in. I'm like, I got them all. He's like, we got to talk, you know, Come so on. Yeah. So, you know, pretty, Dude, the, the magic of video games, like who knew, man, we weren't supposed to sit that close to the TV or play for that long, but it's like, right. some of these things are like actually saving lives and actually creating new lives and, and yeah. lo- allowing people to find themselves in completely different ways and create careers and livelihoods and all of it, man. Like it's more than just like the, the, the stuff on the wall or whatever. It's yeah. like you made a genuine connection because of a shirt, because you played Zelda for the first time, like a few yeah. decades ago. Right. That blows my mind, dude. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. So the, honestly, the next book's probably going to be called Video Games, The Best Waste of Time. Yeah. Right. It's probably going to be the title. Yeah. And so, but as far as this one, like, Nintendo started 1889, mm-hmm. right? Hanafuda cards. Fast forward, you know, almost 100 years, and Radar Scope is failing. The company is not doing well. Yeah. And they go to, I believe, Universal, and they're like, hey, can we make a Popeye game? Shigeru mm-hmm. Miyamoto's like, yeah, we want to make Popeye. We want Bluto, Popeye, and olive oil. And they say, no. Mm-hmm. And it was probably devastating because they're like, that's a known brand. This would get us back on our feet. This would be everything we need. And that no led to all those Mario figures that are behind you right now. Yeah. Because if they had said yes, Jumpman never would have been invented. Yeah. Or at least there's a good chance. That's what blows my mind to even think about that, like butterfly effect, basically of like, they say, yes, this happens. If they say no, this happens. Yeah. And it impacts millions and millions and millions of lives. Mm -hmm. Like totally changed the world. Right. And so the point is sometimes no's are the best things for us. Yeah. How how do you like see that in the moment? Because I believe that as well. But I always think that it's really difficult to take yourself out of the moment, like kind of like just just take that step back and like look down upon yourself a little bit or look aside and just go just know that this no can be okay. Like I think that's really difficult to do because you're in the moment and you're all you're seeing and feeling is 
rejection. Yeah, but I'll take like, it a step further for you. I've had two interviews now with um, with studios that like they 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 told me hey, we like we love what you're about. Like even when can you start? Yeah. You know. And then the job was given to to somebody else. They hired somebody else. Like I was at that point with them. Like it was like everything but the name had been signed pretty mm-hmm. much. And I took it pretty hard. Part of the – especially after the Xbox thing, I uh, I was like this is going to be – it's so difficult to keep pl- – like I would go through like job listings and I'd be like, oh, I don't got the magic paper. I can't yeah. even – like I, I can't go – I'm going to have to go backwards in my pay mm-hmm. to get into anything that I want to do. So what's the point of even looking? Right. Right. And so these, those, those two rejections, like the first one hit me, especially cause I was like, it was pretty much a, like, I thought it was a done deal. Like yeah. w- we finished up at PAX and they were like, Hey, you're still, they were asking me if I was still interested. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh, this is, it's in the back. And it wasn't, it wasn't. And then same thing with the next interview. They're like, we're hiring two people. Do you have a twin? I was like, that's a pretty good sign. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like, so it, it, you, I mean, you don't always have the answer to like what, like, but I'm just letting go. I'm not, I'm not beating myself up over it. Mm-hmm. And here's what I can, I guarantee you, and I'll call you. We'll do another talk. I'm gonna have more opportunities in the next couple of weeks than I've had in the last 10 years. Damn. I just know it. Yeah. I, I have no doubt. And does that mean that I'm going to have a, not necessarily a job, but like I, I know that uh, here's a beautiful thing I just heard recently is every no is one step closer to your yes. Mm-hmm. It's one step closer to it's your in, yes. So it's incredible. It's this. It's this discipline that you seem to have, which is like forged out of an incredible work ethic, but also like this freedom that you're allowing yourself. That's kind of like what is is really captivating me tonight, Josh. Is that like there's this this freedom that you allow yourself that knows are okay because they open the doors for opportunities, but it's this discipline and this rigor to stay on course with that because that it can be very distracting. To like know that in your in your heart, but your mind's like, or the other way around, that steers you like, oh man, I can still be discouraged by that. But there's this like dedication. It's almost like it's almost like a stubbornness, but it's a beautiful stubbornness. Like it's a good thing in a way of like you have to stay that way. Yeah. Well, and the way I look at each of one of these interviews is that these people that are interviewing me, they may not know it. Some of them do. But they're not my friends. So. The no to me is not personal. It's business. Mm. And so I That's I've what gone, I want to ask you about because this it's starting to seem like sketchy almost a little bit. It's like and, and talking about the industry as well. Like I'm curious as to your thoughts on like there's a lot of journalism, a lot of stories that come out about like even just on the on the games development side of why would you ever even want to do that? It seems like these people put in like 130 hours a week and you know, just 
<laughs> seems like they're working in your dad's shed maybe some of the times. <laughs> but but like that on top of some of this like mm, you're in but you're not in. Like how do you how do you kind of like reel with that or do you just kind of it's just part of the part of the whole rejection dealing with the opportunities and all that stuff it at the end of the day i may not even end up in the game industry yeah i don't really care i want to be somewhere where i can be creative yeah and have my skill set either uh hopefully make somebody a lot of mm. money which in turn will help like you know with bonuses or or, or things like that or uh, or I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. You know? And, and so as far, like, yeah, there's a chance I may not, but I, the, the, the other thing is, is like the publisher for the one company for the first gig that was like pretty much a done deal. Mm-hmm. They now have a position opening up in Seattle. Somebody that I met at undead labs found out about it set my stuff to him the owner of the other company that's being that's that's being that is the publisher uh, uh, that it, the owner of of the company i applied for whose game is being published by them i already messaged him and he was like i'll absolutely give, put a good word in for you yeah, you know man. i showed up like 3 weeks after i got the no at the studio it was all hugs and how's it going and I'm still shooting them encouraging messages because like some of them are new developers and so they get on the YouTube comments and they're like, man, why are people being such pricks, you know? And I'll just mm-hmm. be like, hey, you guys are killing it. Like tell your team they're killing it, that they're, some people can be vocal and be positive and, you know, just try to, try to you know, build them up because it, it's a little bit of shell shock for some of these people, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so they're friends and – that's what it's more important for me to to gain friends at this point because everybody says to get into any kind of job it's all about who you know yeah so i have no like i have zero intentions of burning any bridges uh i mean the one (laughs) the one game disintegration i've written a pilot and two episodes of an audio drama like i've recorded in that world in that world no way yeah, because when I wanted the job, I was like, okay, guys, we can do a podcast. I can make audio drama. Like, like I was coming up with – they're like, you basically wrote the job description for us. Yeah. I was like, well, you know, and this is what I will do pre-launch. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like I don't I don't care to just sit behind a keyboard and like message a Discord periodically. Like, let's let the people know who the team is. Let's, let's, let's foster the best community that, that gaming has seen. Like, let's – let's rewrite the book a little bit. You know what I I'm love saying? It. And yeah, so, uh, but it just didn't happen. It yeah. didn't, you know, and that's fine. That's fine. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pulling for him still. I'm pulling for him. Of course. And, you know, how many, like, how are you able to execute on, you must have a trillion ideas a day where you're like, I would love to do this. Like I often yep. talk about this with content creators where it's like, your mind's always thinking about like, what are you going to work on and how are you going to improve or tweak or create within kind of even like your own your own set of things, like your own podcast, whatever it is. But like you're beyond that even. Like how can I change the world for disintegration? Like this team making this uh this indie game with certainly like a triple A flair to it and and obviously with the Halo connection as well. Like how mm-hmm. can I jump in there and just kind of like go balls out? That the beautiful thing that I that I'm really noticing is just if you if you if you if you take a no and you stop, 
then you'll just, you never know what ideas you can come up with next. And I'm finding myself like even I've like, I, I definitely put myself in a box in a lot of different ways and I never would have thought of anything like that. And it's because like, I, I go, well, we, the gamer cast is the thing that works. The Xbox drive is the thing that works. Cup of Joe with Bobby works mm-hmm. good enough, but you're like, there's no good enough for you is no. the thing that I'm kind of like, that's kind of the thing. So there's, there's the negative part of that, that there's no good enough where you can, it, you can really damage yourself mm-hmm. or there's the infinite possibilities. Right. There's never enough. And it seems like you've really like turned a corner on that. And I think that's really amazing. It, it yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think the, the thing that I love the most about it is I could sit with any, probably any creator, any kind of, uh, of business even mm-hmm. and hear their pain points on what's going down. And be able to be like, oh, you just got to do this, this, and this. Because I've yeah, experienced yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Right? I've literally had, like, I did a consulting with a, with a guy who was like, I thought he was going to start crying. Because he had put out a real high, like, high production value YouTube video. And was like, it took too much time. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I said, fine, don't. Grab your phone, set it in a tripod with the front-facing camera, and document what you're doing and put that up as your content until you find time to do the high production stuff again. Yeah. The answer was right in front of him. Yeah. He was looking at it every day in his hand when he got on Twitter or anything else, mm-hmm. but he couldn't see it. He couldn't see it. And he was like, now he's got all these YouTube videos, like things are starting to pick up because he's putting out regular content, things like that, you know? And it's just, it's it like, I, I'm, I'm definitely not a, uh, I'm more about a quantity over quality. Like see if you can hit like an 80, 20 kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, like 80%. Uh, quality but like even those videos i'm doing on twitter like if somebody gets encouraged by that and they fire up their stream that day for the first time or they've been discouraged like win yeah why is it important for people to have their own their own thing like why why i know that like i i also believe in the abundance i think that what you mentioned in the beginning was really um i think a lot of people need to hear it and I get a lot out of creating the show, this show in particular, and I, I definitely kind of discovered a lot through content creation, but I'm always curious on to what, why people would think another person should create their own content. Like, why it, do you encourage, why do you think that everybody should have their own blog or their own YouTube channel or their own thing? I don't think we were made to just consume all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't. And I think we're, we miss out on what you could be making if you just consume all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because if, if everybody just consumed, guess what? We wouldn't play video games Yeah, because they yeah, wouldn't exist. Nobody's making them because nobody would be making them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like it, and it boils down to like, are you not stepping out because you're afraid of failure? Yeah. Then go fail. And watch how it doesn't hurt that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, are you afraid that because you don't have the right gear? Well, you're technically just making excuses. Yeah. Right. So why are you letting excuses rob the rest of us of what you could offer? Love it. Go. Yeah. Go. You know, the thing I came up with this weekend is embrace your awesome. I'm just going to go ahead and write that one down. That's got to be a shirt or something. Yeah, dude. Embrace your awesome. Like that's, that's like become my new, like it just hit me this weekend. Like mm-hmm. it's like my new motto, embrace your awesome. 
and see what you can put out there. It like be goofy. Go back into three years and watch your, the first stuff you put out. That's okay. Yeah. We all do it. We all sit like deer in front of the headlights the first time we get in front of the camera. I know, right? You know? <laughs> I mean, I had a little bit of an advantage because I played so much music on stage, even from like being in high school and stuff. Yeah. Like, so, you know, like, but you just, just get over it and see what you have. Like, we want to see what you have to offer. That's mm -hmm. what, that's, that's really what I'm about. Like, that's why I push people because I want to see what they have to offer. I love that, man, because you just never know what the next, it's, it's sort of like the indie scene. It's sort of like what video games have become because it does seem like everybody's able to make a game. You're just like, you never know when the next Shovel Knight's going to come out or the next Stardew Valley's going to send, sell 10 million mm -hmm. copies or anything like that. You just, you just never really know. And that's, you have to encourage people to do their thing. Like I, for me, it's like, there's a, there's a therapeutic side of everything of, yeah, like putting your thoughts out there and refining that craft and seeing yourself improve is part of the reason I think people should make their own stuff and just, it's, it stretches a different muscle. It, t it does take them away from just consuming something. And there's that, I've never actually heard it put in that way that maybe, maybe it's not so great for our own creativity and for our own enlightenment to just be reading, consuming, looking, which it's this weird thing to say as a content creator, right? Cause you want to, you're kind of like damning consuming, which you sort of rely on as a content creator that somebody's going to be consuming it. But at the same time, you're like, maybe just don't do that like all the time. And maybe not everybody does it all the time. Like it's a tricky, it's a tricky flip. Or create content that people can listen to while they're lifting weights, while they're at work, while they're yeah. driving. Yeah. And then they're yeah. multitasking because that's hey, all I'm I've done for that. That's mm -hmm. all I've created. Do you know how many YouTube videos I watch? Zero. You know how many Twitch streams I watch? Zero. Yeah. Right. Like I don't have time for that. But when I worked 10 hours a day, guess how many hours of podcast I listened to a day? 10, yeah. you know, like, yeah, because I that's how two I times learned. speed. So I get 20 hours. At there least, you go. You know See? I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's good. That's good. I started doing that too. So, yeah. But what, what about the rest of the year, man? And like you have a, you have everything in front of you. I am so going to be, I'm going to be so intrigued to see what the rest of the year has in store for you with all of the opportunities that you talk about, but mostly just walking away from the job and how that's just going to free up, like you said, 10 hours a day plus commute to just really get at it. Like it's going to be 2020 is going to be a, a year for you, man. Yeah. You messaged me early on and told me that. Yeah. And I was like, I did. I love this guy. Like, yep. you know, because well, I saw like it was, you had that video and I'm like, this guy just, get, and I've always known it, but like, I don't know what it was about this, that particular video. I'm like, he gets it. And that's, that is the chutzpah you need to like, go get it. You can't just like, man, this is where I get, this is the problem. I get a little bit preachy about it, but like, you can't just hope that something happens. Nope. You can't just like, and even just putting stuff out there and hope that something happens. That's not quite it either. Like you, you have to get at it. You have to know what you want. You have to go get it. And I was like, dude, you tapped into that energy. I was like, you and Joe have to work both. They're like, you're getting it and you're putting mm -hmm. in the work and you're, you know what you're after. And I think that's actually half the battle, if not more. It's like, knowing what you want to come out of it, like having your goals. And that's what, that's what kind of triggered me a little bit. Like you're going to do it. It's a strange thing because you set the goal that you kind of want, you kind of try to manifest or whatever, but then you just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And you're like, I'm just going to work now. You know, I'm going to work towards this thing, but I'm not going to hold on too tightly. And I'm going to see where the journey takes me. That's a really good way to put it too, because yeah, like it can, you set a goal that, 
who knows, like you never really done it before. That's the whole, that's the exciting part about it is mm-hmm. you're like, mm, I'm going to shoot. I don't even throw this ball and I'm going to try and catch it myself, but I don't know how to do that, but I'm going to try it. And I'm going to see how far I can actually sprint before this ball hits the ground. And it's the whole, like, why would we go to the moon? It's like, well, because we're going to make discoveries. Like, why would we go to Mars? Because we're going to make discoveries along the way. Like, I always kind of related to, like, space travel for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But, like, those are the types of goals that I love. And it's like, I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe a rocket ship will blow up in the sky. Hopefully nobody's in it. But, you know, you'll learn along the way. And you, how do you stretch yourself without, without setting those goals? I think that's a really important piece to clarify that you can set a goal, but not beat yourself up for not hitting it. But appreciating how much further you stretch yourself. Yeah. You just got to love the process. Yeah. Right. Love the process, but like, don't it, I mean, here's what I illustrated in my book. Do you consider yourself a failure the moment you start a new game? Cause you haven't beat it yet. Cause you mm-hmm. haven't gotten to the goal. Yeah. No, of course not. You don't yeah. look at yourself as a failure cause you haven't finished the game. You're like, I get to enjoy this journey. Mm-hmm. You're living the best video game possible. It's your life. Yeah. Right. Go make what you want. I think a lot of times we get a weird perception of like people that that we view as a success. Yeah. We're like, oh, it was easy for them. Right. No, you just talked about Stardew Valley. Go read Blood, Sweat and Pixels know, right? and, and listen to the history <laughs> of that game. How like he couldn't even stare. His his girlfriend was supporting him and he couldn't even bring himself to work on the game. So the moment she left, he'd fire up Final Fantasy. And the moment she came back after work, he would act like he was coding again. Yeah. Cause he was just like, he was burning out. He was alone, you know, and he, and he was very hard on himself and the way he would push himself. Mm-hmm. But look, look what happened. Like it's I not, know, you push through the other side. Yeah. That's yeah. an amazing, that's an amazing thing. And I think as, as time goes on, I, I both get like, I the experience teaches me of just in everything in life. The experience teaches me that you just have to, I have to be not as hard on myself when I do fail, especially with something brand, brand new. But it's also this thing of like, why don't I know how to do this particular thing? Like, I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm particularly hard on myself on like things I'm doing for, and it's so stupid. It's like things I'm doing for the first time that I'm really bad at. And it's like, dude, just, you've never done this before. Like, how would you expect to be better at this? Like allow yourself just that, that it's not even like, I don't even necessarily, I would even call it failure, but like just the struggle, I guess the challenge and I definitely like my, my journey in 2020 is definitely going to be dealing with that in a more positive way of bumping into something for the first time and like going, man, I just really screwed that up big time and just being okay with it and learning how to be better, better at that. Cause yeah. I'm going to be hit with a lot of firsts <laughs> with the two kids for sure. Yeah. And my reaction to, to that with them watching all the time is like, it's everything. Like I have, there's the, there's the, the thing that happened and then there's a moment and then there's my reaction. And in that moment, in that space in between, I have this real opportunity to go, I can really choose how I'm going to react. And that was something that I read just over the last couple of weeks here where the more I think about it, and every time that I, that I maybe have like a, a reaction, um, I'm like, I had a moment there that I could have chosen to do something else. And I, I, I don't know exactly. I, I still need to kind of like work on that piece. But the more things happen and then I I have kind of like a, it's not a hardwired reaction because that almost implies it will happen forever. And that's not the case, but it's, um, it's seemingly hardwired. Mm. Like, and I can change that a little bit. So that's my, that's going to be my journey for sure, man. There's that something like I stub my toe, there's a moment and then I either brush it off or I go throw some against the wall (laughs) or something, man. So 
Yeah. This last week, man. Uh, so like two weeks ago, um, my friend shows up with a, with a mocap mo suit. Just okay. at your front door? <laughs> it rings the doorbell? Yeah. So, yeah. We, I mean, we knew it was coming. We were going to use it at this global game jam. And he's like, hey, I just got this new job. Learn this. So the laptop, we had a, we had a MacBook Pro we were using. Well, the software was only Windows. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I got to learn how to partition a hard drive. It's not that difficult. Just a couple mm -hmm. of Google, you know, just a little bit of Googling and I'll figure it out. But I just never done it before. Get that. Then it turns out the keys are expired for the thing, right? So yeah. it's like one hurdle after another. Yeah. Long story short, I learned how to do it on Thursday and Friday we were recording footage that is now in a game that you can go play right now if you want to. What is it? It's called Kick Asteroids. I love it. And it's uh, it's on the if you go you got to go to the Global Game Jam uh website and uh we had a team of we had a team of four, and then we had an artist come and draw our ship for us. So we 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 we, we she she became our our fifth member, and uh, like the Green Power Ranger, and uh, we, <laughs> that's and, what everybody's thinking. <laughs> and and uh, uh, like we did we did the the got the game running, did yeah. music, voiceover, motion yeah. capture. All this like in forty eight hours, man, and it was. Come on. It was. It was. What kind blast. of game is it? What do you do? You, you run around your ship and and you can jump and kick asteroids, but then if an asteroid hits, the 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 goal or the uh, theme for the week the weekend was repair. So yeah. a shield would get hit, disappear, and then we recorded uh, footage of our actor like on her knees smacking a water bottle into a a rolled out sleeping bag, and yeah. so. That's the that's the animation for swinging the hand. You hear tink tink tink. You know and the the shield comes back. I love and, it. And so, you know, it's just zooming through space. And there's three late levels. And I did some like it's all '80s themed. I made like heavy metal music in the background and, and things like that. So, it like was, you playing like guitar, drums, or what? What do you mean? Everything. I put. Yeah. I just did. I just used the iPad, like yeah. the Garage Band, and just. Uh, let let the metal drummer go to town and then i just played the bass as if i was playing a bass and same with the guitar and so wait wait wait, wait. like you playing it on the ipad like a like a virtual instrument yeah just you just have the frets the fretboard yeah. and the strings and so then you can just you know so you can do a bar chord and then just slide between what the actual notes need to be yeah 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 so and like that feels okay to you like it's not it seems like you'd almost have to relearn how to play guitar somewhat of like it doesn't feel you don't have the tactile part of it's like it's like you need a controller to play like mobile games, not the virtual D pad. You're but, playing a virtual guitar. Not only tech, but it's upside down. Right. You're like it's almost like a like a was it like a flat like a tabletop thing. What's a string guitar like? Yeah, yeah like a like a lap steel or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. So it's upside. But as long as you, I mean, if you know your chords, then you're you know you just sure. I'd really have to think about it for a second at least, though, dude. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's not quite as he's just like. I guess I'm just playing this thing upside down and not a guitar anymore. It, it was but a blast. Like that's unreal, man. I had I had so much fun with it. Do so. you have some? Do you have some music I could like intro this chat with? Do you have anything I could use? Um, yeah. Look up on YouTube uh, another castle N64 Josh. It's okay. uh, it's it's a parody. 
of me singing a song from the perspective of Mario. Um, I freaking love it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think the, there's one line that's like, all I wanted was you and all I got was a thank you. You know, what does that mean? <laughs> when like you get you wanted, the, like, all I wanted was you peach. Yeah. She wasn't there. And all I got like, was the thank you from toad. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Oh, okay. That'll well. People have already heard it at this point, and they know now how to where I got it from as well. So, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's great. That's I don't know a better way to close things off other than to say thank you. And yeah, if um, where people can can find you all over the internet, all the stuff, and maybe to watch out for you and all the cool announcements you're gonna have over the next twelve to forever months. Yeah, yeah. Everything's N six four Josh. Like everything. Yeah. Yeah, everything. N64josh.com, yep. Twitter, yep. YouTube, TikTok, everything. TikTok. Oh yeah. Oh, I got it, man. I don't have TikTok just yet, but I think I'm gonna have to get it just, just to. I might you, you might be my first account I follow. Is that, dude, oh. dude do you get get after it, man. I've only done two TikToks. I think two or three. I think two. Between the two of them, they had 300 views. Oh my gosh, that's dangerous though. Because I see every once in a while one on Twitter. I'm like, oh, I love it, and then I go down the rabbit hole. And to, the, to your earlier point of not wanting to consume everything forever, like TikTok, I know is a bad, it's a bad thing for me because I I love video, I love quick video. It's that dopamine hit. It's that yeah. it's yeah. that drug thing. It's just like I'll just yeah drip feed that into my yeah. veins for the next so six hours. Take a part of that. I don't know if you have any video of this or whatever. Put it, do like yeah. it's the best way to promote your stuff right now. It's the Ooh. most organic reach of any platform. Dang, dude, you might have sold me on it. All right, well, I'll let you know how that goes. But thank you again, man. This has been absolutely mind-boggling, and I have to have you back so we can dive into one of the 17 other topics that we didn't jump into. But this has I been would, sweet, man. I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me. to announce the brand new limited edition miniseries podcast n64 josh and sean are gonna talk for the next six weeks dude are you kidding me right now this chat where did it start where did it end what journey did we just go on i didn't know what the guy was gonna say next this was absolutely incredible we go from hey let's talk about like content creation and the origins of your name to Oh, you quit your job today. Tell me more about that. And oh, your dad was your boss. And holy crap. Have you guys heard of anything even remotely like that? Josh, thank you so much. I feel like we dove deep, but still barely scratched the surface. I got to have you back on the show, dude. So much to follow up on. Please, guys, if you aren't already, I'm sure most of you are. But please support Josh and 64 Josh everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, the dot com, all of it, dude. There is, even there, just for the journey, the, 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 the story, the narrative, but also for the content and all the great things that Josh has to say and the positivity, we got to connect ourselves with people like that because it's, it's great stuff, man. So, of course, the song, his song at the start of the conversation. So I hope you guys enjoyed that as well uh, in another castle. And uh, remember, if you like this show, there's five ways you can support it. Number one, very easy. Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. You can also follow the show itself at We the Gamercast. You can share it. You can retweet. That would be very, very helpful. You can talk about it on your own podcast and content. You can go to Apple Podcasts, give a rating. That helps a tremendous amount. I cannot tell you guys the specific ways because I actually don't know the specific ways it helps, but I know it helps. 
You can go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. That somehow helps the show as well. It's mostly just a plug for me. And as and finally, if you really like it, if you want to see more of this stuff, if you want to help make us better, you can go to patreon.com slash Yumi Capri. Of course, you get the bonus content like my solo Q&A show, which is kind of like this little mini part, but you get it like 30 minutes every week. Q&A, ask me anything. It's uh, oddly enough, some weird stuff has happened over there, man. It's getting meta over there, so check it out. Special thanks again to Jared Gauthier at Highly Intelligent for the artwork for the show. Thanks again to Johnny Casino, the editor. Please, if you don't mind, also checking out the Xbox Drive and Cup of Joe and Nintendo, my other podcast. But you know what? That's enough for today, because otherwise, this has been We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. I'll be back next week with an incredible conversation with Alex Van Aken. I hope you're going to be there. I'm going to be there, so I hope you're there. Now it's time, of course, for Jason, Jason, freaking Jason, also Sean, but mostly Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! Sean! Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!